Today's episode of Back on Tangent is brought to you in part by me and Kyle. <laughs> How are you doing today, Kyle? Yeah, I bring the other part. <laughs> he He's tells me every week and I always remember to bring my other part. <laughs> so uh, today on Back on Tangent, uh, we are going to be talking about Disney sequels. And just how weird they are. And we're going to talk about a couple of them that we watched. So, um, yes. yeah, Kyle, so um, we I think we got this idea because after the show last week, we were just kind of looking around on the internet and just talking. And we just came yeah. about Disney sequels. I, I think it was like I was on Disney Plus or something. Yeah. I, I was somewhere I on was the it. internet. And I was like, did you know there's a third Cinderella movie? Yeah. Which, yes, I did, because I've actually seen that one. I remember when it came out. Yeah, 2007, so it says. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah, yeah I, was, I was a little boy, and I remember watching and being like, this is so weird, even at the time. But um, yeah. So, I, I, first thing I want to do is I just kind of want to go through some of the Disney sequels for the audience, and just, just talk about how... Like, Disney did, they, like... They've got a weird uh, reputation, the Disney sequels. Yes. And they did one for all the major and even some of the minor Disney films all the way yeah. from the 90s up until like the mid-2000s, it looks like. Cinderella 3 actually kind of looks like the last big one. There was also The Little Mermaid, the Ariel's beginning after that, but yeah. those two looked like they were the last two before they stopped <laughs> doing some of that. <laughs> I guess they stopped making money. Right, right. <laughs> the amount of the little money they made was not enough to cover the little money they used to make them <laughs> but the, the the first one they did the first direct dvd sequel was the return of jafar which was a sequel to aladdin and it's it's it, i mean i remember apparently these ones were big the aladdin sequels like they were like guys we're doing a sequel to aladdin <sighs> and it I, I i've seen some of these i've seen some of these films uh, I've seen Return of Jafar. I've seen the third one, which is Aladdin and the King of Thieves, or his dad's like the King of Thieves or something. Yeah. Um, they, they, there's like a whole bunch of Beauty and the Beast sequels, which is always weird to me. How many? Oh, there's like... Okay, there's the Beauty and the Beast, the original. There's Beauty and the Beast and the Enchanted Christmas. There's Beauty and the Beast... Let me look it up real quick. Let me look it up. I know there's a third one. Bell's Magical World, which I think is like a... I think it's like an... Also an anthology. I think both of them are anthologies. Oh wait, no. There's also Bell's Tell Tales of Friendship. Apparently, I haven't. I don't think I've seen that one. Hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot of Beauty and the Beast ones, which is a weird one to make three sequels to. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not sequels, but follow-up films. It looks Cause, like because some of like, these it looks like the Beast. So many of these. I own one of these. Yeah. So many of these. The story's over. Yeah, you know, like the, a lot of these kind of grim fairy tales and old old folklores and other various uh, public domain sources that Disney steals these from. The, the <laughs> and stories were never franchises or franchisable. Really, they they weren't like leaving loose threads, you know. Yeah, it's not like the Lady and the Tramp. There's a lot of unresolved character yeah. arcs in that film yet they still made lady and the tramp 2 scamps adventure <laughs> <laughs> which of of the bunch what do you what disney sequel sticks out to you the most is the weirdest one to make um 
I don't, I don't know. I, I haven't really seen that many of them. I think I've only seen, like, Lilo and Stitch 2, which is, like, you know, not as good as the first one, but, like, pretty good from memory. Yeah. I, for me, the but the one that I don't even think I've seen a lot of these, but the one that's strangest to me, like the one where I, I kind of don't understand why or how like they decided to make a sequel to this. I think for me, it's probably because I'm looking at the list right now. Um, Bambi two, that one's <laughs> that's a weird thing to make it. Fox and the Hound two, Brother Bear two, those ones are pretty weird, especially um, Bambi two because that's like a midquel. That, that, that takes place within the film Bambi, I remember. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's not like a sequel. It's like within the movie it takes place. <laughs> that is... Like the timeline for these films are convoluted at times. <laughs> at times, you <laughs> <What>? say. <laughs> Have you seen many of these? I know you mentioned you've seen a couple of them. Like Stitch 2. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I've always kind of avoided a lot of them just because of... Like, I mean, for one, they're, they're like, they're straight to video or straight to yeah. DVD and stuff like that. So that they just gener- they just generally have less of a presence. But also mm-hmm. they like, they often look much cheaper and are. Um, yeah. And when you do hear about them, it's it's things like the um, the Lion King sequels and prequels and whatever you know, Simba's fucking pride or whatever or, you know, <laughs> and it's you know things that are kind of universally maligned so i just kind of never bothered mm-hmm. i mean you know if there's anyone yeah. who does like that film more power so, to you i guess i i've never seen it so who would know <laughs> some of these feel like they they were for like confused grandparents to buy for their like grandkids for like last minute gifts yeah so some like of them oh seem they like a... the uh the cheap russian knockoffs of the original yeah even though which they're made by effectively the same company yeah, like, because some of these, like, look terrible. And I, I'll, I'm going to yeah. talk about Pocahontas 2 later, but I, I have some words about that. <laughs> but I remember a couple of these looking pretty awful. Like, mm-hmm. some of them look okay enough. Um, they probably cared more at the beginning, but as they went on, they just probably gave up. Like, they're like, are we really going to worry about the animation quality and Leroy and Stitch? No. <laughs> no. There's also a weird amount of Lilo and Stitch movies. Lilo and Stitch is good. It's good. No, I love Lilo and Stitch. It's probably one of my favorite Disney films. I'm I'm on board with Stitch, Lilo and Stitch yeah. sequels and stuff like that. But it's like the timeline for them is weird because there's Stitch the movie, there's Lilo and Stitch two. Stitch has a glitch. Then there's Leroy and Stitch. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a fake film, but it's a real thing. <sighs> I think I, I think a lot of these are are pretty desperate though, like attempts to be like we need to make as much money from yeah, like Lion King as we can. What can we? Oh, let's make a sequel. Okay, but let's not make it that great. Yeah, <laughs> let's just put minimal money, minimal effort into it. Maybe because yeah, like the uh, the budget drop in some of these, like for the ones where it's available. Is mm-hmm. is often like it's sometimes like ten, twenty percent of the original movie's budget. Like yeah, like the Aladdin sequels, especially when you look at them, they they are just cheaper overall. Yeah, they, they don't have this. 
Yeah. And it's not just because they didn't have Robin Williams for the middle for the the second one. It it's like, it's just. I mean, look at any picture from them. They're just kind of yeah washed out rough. and not as good. Their eyes are kind of weird. So, there's also oh my, and uh, yeah, the the quality drop is noticeable in some of these, and I haven't seen like like okay, so like I've seen Beauty and the Beast. It's one of my favorite animated films ever. I love Beauty and the Beast. It's real good. Yeah, and the sequels, it's like really noticeable. Like, like I'm not an animation snob. I don't care how most things look ever, including myself. But like you can. <laughs> you can i'm a big sweaty nerd i don't care you can tell that like they're just like oh this this and that these like you can see like the pencil and the things not moving properly yeah sometimes it looks like the surprised pikachu face like there's a lot of (laughs) surprised pikachu looking face things in this and it's yeah it's not great (laughs) what just just that idea of the surprise Pikachu <laughs> face on all of these. <laughs> just like in the middle of like um I don't know, like Cinderella reacting to something, the ugly one of the ugly stepsisters just has like a surprised face and <laughs> Just sticking out, yeah. it doesn't look as good as everything else around it. Yeah. I I think Oh wait, Hunchback of Notre Dame too. That's gotta be the weirdest one to make a sequel to. That's a weird. That's that's it. I think for me. That's the yeah, most bizarre. What thing is that about? <laughs> Let's see. I'm looking Let's at a see, picture of you... it. And my God, does it scream home t- home video? <laughs> On the Wikipedia page, like the, the like the picture for it, it just I, at the top it says "all new movie," but th- there's no exclamation mark. It just says "all new movie." Like, there's no excitement, there's no fanfare, it's just, it's an all-new movie. Certainly it's an all-new movie, isn't it? <laughs> like, it's there's so... It not the first movie. <laughs> um, this, uh, it's set six years after the original film. Uh, Quasimodo is now accepted as part of Paris Society, but he still lives in the, the ugly building with his gargoyle friends. Uh, let's see, there's a circus troupe someone runs away from his ugly face at one point uh, that's I think it, what it says <laughs> Madeline encounters Quasimodo without seeing his face and the two of them initially get along quite well once Madeline actually sees his face she is shocked at his deformed appearance and runs away from him so classic stuff classic <laughs> stuff this, uh, this plot synopsis on Wikipedia is rather detailed for this film yeah I'm uh, I'm reading the Insider article that like ranks. It says it ranks some of these, or maybe even Haley Joe Osment is in this film. Sorry, <laughs> go on. So it's at number twenty-five out of twenty-five. Uh-huh. The uh, the article reads: <laughs> uh, Even though this is an actual film and not a collection of TV episodes, the sheer predictability that imbues this film throughout warrants it the last place on this list. So little of interest happens in the movie to even get a second line in the title. The film opens with a celebration of love, and Esmeralda and Phoebus' son shading Quasimodo for not having a love interest. The following scene, a new pretty girl is introduced, Madeline. Go guess what her role in the film is going to be. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. This, this, person, this person who wrote this does not like this film, is what I'm getting. 
from this. I, there's but, like, kid, there's, you know. but also, there's no way that this is good. Like, it's not like they're being mean to me because they just happen to not like... Like, there's no way this could ever be good. Also, a lot of these movies are, like, 60 minutes long. Like, like they're very short. Yeah. Like, Pocahontas 2, the one I watched, it was, like, an hour and 12 minutes, which is very short. I mean, like, yeah. po- Disney movies aren't typically that long, but they're that's barely a movie. Mine was 70 minutes, so that genuinely is not movie length. Jeez. Like, I know they're direct to DVD, so you're not going to expect long, epic, spiraling things to happen, but, like, they're, they're rather short. And some of them, like that article mentioned, are just TV episodes collected together. Like, I, the Hercules movie, which is really a movie, I, it's... It... <sighs> It's just three episodes of Hercules, the the series, packaged together. <laughs> what everyone wants. Exactly. And I, I've seen the Hercules animated series. It's not that good. I want to uh, watch that. Because I, I genuinely like did not know it existed until uh, like until I got Disney Plus. And even then, it's not on there. Really? It might be a, uh, like a licensing thing or something. Who is holding on to the license for that? <laughs> well... I don't know. Companies can be weird. Like, maybe they're trying to use it as leverage. Like, haha, you have to give uh-huh. us this thing. You may have the original Hercules and everything else you own, Disney, but <laughs> you'll bloody, it'll be a cold day in hell before we relinquish the rights to Hercules the Animated Series or whatever this is called. Your precious, precious Hercules series yes. is ours until 2025. Like, Disney will just wait them out. They don't care. Or they'll just buy you out. They'll do what they'll wait or buy. That's Disney. Yep. Yeah. So, some of these, um, I do know that Aladdin got an animated series. So that I mean, Aladdin got a lot of stuff. It got two yeah. sequels, and an animated series, and a remake. Let's not forget that it got a remake. That's I mean, like, and a lot of these are on Disney Plus as well. Yeah. Like they so don't, wanna... they don't discern about quality. I mean, the Inhuman series is on there, so like that. They are not in any way discerning of taste or quality on Disney+. Plus. It's like, if they own it, it is on there. You gotta fill that, like... Trough. You gotta fill that trough. You know, you know, you ever go to, like, Walmart or, like, a big box store and there's just, like, bin of, like, dollar DVDs that nobody wants? Yes. Disney was like, we'll buy all of those and put them on Disney+. Plus Because they have to. They gotta compete with Netflix. So they gotta I be feel like, like, oh, they we have... buy those. I feel like they made most of the movies that, that <laughs> get resigned to that bin. <laughs> I mean, like, rights. if you look at some of the shit... Yeah! I suppose they made enough money to justify their existence until they stopped making them in around, you know, the mid-2000s, it looks like. Yeah, because they also probably ran out of movies to make because they were like Brother Bear two, Fox and the Hound two, and also my the one I remember the most is Cinderella three: A Twist in Time. So we both made each other watch. Me watch. Yes, and you made me watch Pocahontas two: Journey to a New World, which is a bad title for that film. But why don't (laughs) why don't you take us through Cinderella three, Kyle? Start us off. I'm talking. I I feel like, um, like, I haven't done enough research for this episode because, or at least not appropriate research because, I found Cinderella three a twist in time, two thousand and seven <laughs> Cinderella three a twist in time I should say, to be quite good. 
What? And, like, yeah, and to be, like, not cheap and shit and, like, you know, in any way what I... Fitting the preconceived notion I have of direct-to-DVD... Of, you know, well, or of Disney animated movie sequels. So, it's, uh... What's what's the plot? What's what's the general? Like, the plot geez. of the movie is that um, <laughs> Cinderella and the prince they uh, they have a they have a, a lovely day in the in the park or, or in the forest somewhere with the fairy godmother. They having a look. They have a lovely dinner, and one of the ugly stepsisters um, follows them into the forest because the ugly stepsisters. I mean they've. They they've resigned now to doing all of Cinderella's old chores and stuff like that. They're they're really roughing it. They're having a hard life. Um, you know, having to clean the floors. Yeah, sometimes. having to actually do chores and stuff like that. And so Anastasia, uh, the the uh, the sister with the red hair, follows them into the forest, and manages to swipe the fairy godmother's wand. And like realizes, oh, that that's why she has this prince and this great life, and why we live in shit because Cinderella has magic on her side. So she swipes the wand, brings it back, and the evil stepmother then uses the wand to reverse time to when the duke was searching the lands for the whoever fit the slipper, and it, it, they go back to that very fucking like crucial moment of that story and intervene so Cinderella doesn't get to try the slipper on they use some magic so that the slipper fits Anastasia and the story goes from there and Cinderella's like what the fuck and Anastasia you think the is... prince would notice but the well, woman <laughs> he does he, uh, he, he, meets, he meets her and he meets uh, the family and, and is like oh the, there must be some mistake I, you, you're not who I danced with or whatever but, uh, but have a good day or whatever Bye. And as he's leaving, the evil stepmother's like, no, you don't. And uh, puts him under a spell so that he can't remember who he danced with and that he will instead marry the person who fits the slipper. And so it goes from there and Cinderella has to, with the help of uh, of uh, her mice and her birds, has to um, basically make the prince remember or fix this situation, get to the bottom of it and fix it. And it's it's genuinely so, good and it's it's well acted and it's it's well animated. It's Which is bizarre. I know, yeah. I mean like, like obviously from the premise it doesn't sound like, like it could be good. Yeah, the character design is bland as fuck, but like so is the original. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. The prince literally is just the most boring looking man. He he looks like a like a like a bag he's just, of bland white picture. milk. He, he's, no, he's, he's the he's default not a profile you get picture. When, you, when you make an avatar on something. Yeah, I was gonna say he's like the avatar. He's like the generic avatar they give. Yeah, you. he Before looks like, like the look emoji. Like he looks like the white. <laughs> he looks like emoji. an emoji. Yeah, it's it's weird, yeah. but uh, but pretty good cast. I mean, like speaking of the prince, the prince is voiced by Christopher Daniel Barnes, who uh, anyone who is a fan of the. Spider-Man the Animated Series from the 90s will know that name. He's, uh, he plays Peter Parker. What what a, what a guy. 
yeah, what a guy. I, I, I always love to hear him in stuff. He's uh, he's the prince in um, in a few Disney movies, including The Little Mermaid. They also have Frank Welker in here. Yeah. Frank motherfreaking Welker. Long time Fred and Scooby-Doo seven... voice, voice actor well, Frank Welker. Not only that, but from like Transformers, he voiced like a whole, he voiced Megatron, yeah. um, Soundwave, mm-hmm. um, a, a bunch of, not just trans, not just them, but like those are the two big ones. Like he, he's the voice of Megatron. Also in yeah. the, um, some of the Transformers live action films. For some yeah. reason, they got Hugo Weaving to do it, not him, which was a big mistake. But it's whatever. A, it's a whole deal. It's a whole thing. But he's yeah. a, he's a he's an accomplished voice actor, and he voices Lucifer, the cat. <laughs> yeah, I will say that all, all the cast in in um, Cinderella three are a returning cast from Cinderella two. I yeah, mean, course, which they, is they weren't the voices in the original because that came out in nineteen fifty. <laughs> It's also it's a strange thing, Cinderella two and three, because they both came out you know closer together, like more reasonably so. Yeah, but Cinderella, Cinderella two, two was two thousand and one, Cinderella three two thousand and seven. So that makes more sense. That's a pretty sense. big gap in and of itself. But like Cinderella, Cinderella the original Cinderella, that was like nineteen fifty two or in the fifties or something. Nin- yeah, like nineteen fifty exactly. Oh my god! So that's over fifty. That's making like. Frozen, and then making Frozen Two a direct DVD sequel in like 2060. Yeah, <laughs> like that would be that jump. It's it's weird, isn't it? That it's and I yeah. don't understand why they um I don't know why they go direct to DVD. Like because Frozen Two it... came out in cinemas, and I know Frozen made a billion dollars, and that's the big difference. But like the reason these movies they're making sequels to are classics is because they also made comparatively quite good money for Here. what was coming out at the time, I imagine. I have a reason why they don't put these in theaters. I have a couple of reasons. What's that? One, it would cost slightly more money. Two, they would have to put slightly more work into making it look good because they know these don't look good. These aren't Disney quality films. Like Disney tries to like, you know, put out quality movies because they want people to come back. And I know they could put this in theater with little work and still make a bunch of money, but they still want to, like, you know, make it look like they care enough to make a billion dollars. That's why. Because they know it's not good. They don't have faith in these things. Is it because Because fundamentally the stories they're using should not be disturbed and don't have a logical sequel to them? That's that's exactly why, yeah. You think Cinema 3 is the natural... You think Cinderella 3 is what, like, whatever German guy had in mind when he wrote Cinderella 500 years ago? I mm. mean, genuinely, it doesn't feel that out of place. I mean, like, I know it's I know it's odd to, like, to suddenly we're doing time travel. It's a bit of jumping the shark, it, I think. <laughs> it's, it's odd. And I know it is a trope of, of the 2000s and the late 90s to just, to just we're doing time travel now. But it's interesting. It's to see how things could have gone. To and 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 the thing is, it, it humanizes characters that otherwise w- wouldn't be human. Characters that have like have have come through the other side of one and two, and they're still static and bitter. Like the the stepsisters and the stepmother, they they're all you know just as they were, or at least as far as I'm concerned. Like they they're just they're completely unchanged by the effects of. 
of one and two. So this this movie actually kind of goes away to like make them experience some things and it kind of humanizes one of them. I won't say which one. Spo- no spoilers Ooh. for this movie that came out in 2007, but like it makes them You can of, spoil this character. movie, Kyle. It doesn't matter. Are you Cinderella. sure? Are you sure? <laughs> We've spoiled plenty of things that are much better than this. Okay, I'll spoil it just for you. Blake. It's fine. You can say whatever. I'm going to spoil okay. Pocahontas to Journey to a New World cuz that's fair enough. Okay, in in 2007's Cinderella 3, A Twist in Time, to give it its full title. (laughs) Because Anastasia, is, the slip is made to fit her, and she goes through the whole rigmarole of, like, she's going to get the prince that she wants and the life that she wants and stuff like that, but, like, it doesn't doesn't fall into place that easy. She, um, the prince, you know, straight away is like, this is not who I dance with, goodbye. So he has to be put under a spell to to even marry her, and like she's she, it, that affects her. That it, it's like, oh, that's just another kick, whatever. In yeah. My hard life of shit. And then the king talks to her and gives her this tiny little seashell, and then tells her this story about how uh, it's a pri- it's it's the most prized possession or whatever in the kingdom because it's one he found when he met his wife, the queen, and kind of tells her that, like, you know, they knew the moment their hands touched uh, when both reaching for this little seashell thing, they knew and it was love, and she was like, oh. And through the process of the story, she learns that, you know, it's it's not just a case of everything good happens to other people and shit happens to me. She learns it's her outlook and it's her actions that keep her in the shit. You know, that, that that's, she's mean and horrible to people just like the rest of her family, and that's why she her life isn't good enough. And in the end, she turns on uh, the steps, the other stepsister and the stepmother, and says, "No, I, I'm not." What a character arc! It, it, yeah, it is a, it's a trick. I didn't mean it. Do but, they? You know, are they aware that they time travel? Like the, the stepsisters and the mom and everything. Yeah, um, they're aware that they're those. Back in time. Those three are the only ones aware of the time travel. So even Cinderella and the prince, even at the end, do not become aware of the fact that. <laughs> Any time so basically, place. the whole movie is them time traveling. Cinderella's just like, anyways. Cinderella's just like, fuck's sake. Yeah. Like, I thought this was my <laughs> ticket out of this shithole. <laughs> Imagine going wasn't. through there all this stuff steps. she does, and then <laughs> you think any someday the steps are gonna pull her side. Like we time traveled, we tried to pull some shit. It didn't work. Sorry about that. Yeah, because like they turn they turn the fairy godmother to stone. They'd make her into a statue. Oh, so, like, she is just out of commission for the whole film. It's only when they get the one back at the end. They Professor Xer. Yeah, they Professor Xer. Um, <laughs> she's, she's just gone. And it's only at the very end she's like, all right, do you want me to return uh, return you to your old lives or whatever? And they're like, old lives? What? She's like, oh, never mind. <laughs> and they just, they just live out the rest of their days presumably like you know the, the story just goes from there with that weird fork in the road avengers endgame style yeah yeah there's just like, a whole another timeline yeah yeah it's like they they went you know there was time travel and most people aren't going to be aware of it <laughs> <laughs> i well i I'm, so you would say overall you enjoyed the film though you think you had a good time i did with it? i genuinely enjoyed it 
Okay, and it looks like I'm reading just the reception bit on Wikipedia. It looks like it was received not port uh, approval rating of seventy five percent based on eight reviews, average rating <laughs> of six point oh three out of ten. So it's not terrible, and especially when you compare to the last one, it looks like that had an eleven percent critical approval rating, which is quite the drop, you know. Quite. <laughs> yeah, I, I I haven't seen the second one. That's the thing. You just gave me the third one and said go off. I said, yeah, I said third one because I think the premise is a lot more wild and interesting because it's a little bit more bizarre. The second one's like, I think like, if I remember correctly, it's like a weird anthology of like the different things. Like it's a two or three different stories, I believe. Like one of them, I think they try to get the ugly stepsister a date. It's like, yeah, it's, it's something like that. I can't remember it. I've, it's been years, but I remember a twist in time being like, people I remember being like, whoa, this is crazy. They're time traveling. But, I mean, it sounds like it's not terrible. Like, I just remember thinking it would be a, a pretty wild, crazy one to recommend. Not recommend, yeah. but force. Well, I feel like I got sold shit. Because I had to watch Pocahontas 2 Journey to a New World. Which, right off the bat from the title... um. That's not what this movie is about. It's about Pocahontas. Yeah, that's incorrect. That's incorrect. Pocahontas goes to the old world. So Just because it's new to her doesn't mean that it's the new world. (laughs) Yeah, so it doesn't work. America is always classically known as the new world. Yeah, yeah. So the first one should have been called A Journey to a New World. (laughs) (laughs) If anything. But so, I don't know, I haven't seen it. Does Mel Gibson return? <laughs> no, no. Okay, so this is the funny... So Pocahontas 2, right? Um, it was made three years after the original. They couldn't get... They couldn't get Mel Gibson back to voice I John Smith. I don't think they wanted Mel Gibson back. I know he was a big star at the time, but, like, if you watch the uh, behind-the-scenes of this, the making of this, everyone involved, the, the cast, the... the uh, you know, Are you the, talking about the, the first Pocahontas? The first Pocahontas, yeah. Okay, yeah. The Everyone who gets to speak in the behind-the-scenes uh, making of on the DVD extras and stuff like that, which I've seen, um, has like great words to say about everyone, about all the cast or whatever. Everyone did a great job. They all brought this, this character to life and all the rest of it. Standard stuff. No one mentions Mel Gibson, like, at all. Like, Mel Gibson <laughs> speaks in it and stuff like that. Like, he, he um, you know... They interview him a little bit about what he thought about this story and the character, but like no one other than Mel Gibson says anything about Mel Gibson or his character, if they can help it. Which is fucking code for he was a prick, as Mel Gibson is famously in real life. <laughs> so they couldn't get him back. They couldn't get famous Hollywood prick Mel Gibson back. Or they didn't invite him back. One of the two. Or they couldn't. Or yeah, they didn't invite him back. Sorry. So they got his they got his brother, Donald Gibson, back. Who I can't imagine <laughs> I, would be any better, but still. But it's just it's so funny to me. It's like, oh we can't get him back. Oh, let's get his brother. Like I mean, just this is more than you know. Like you know in all the uh, in, in all the Toy Story kind of merchandise and and uh, videos and you know, various bits that aren't the main films. They yeah. get um like the games and stuff like that. They get um, Tom Hanks's brother yeah. to voice Woody because you know, yeah, yeah. they have more or less the same voice, and he's Which, an actor but, too. He's more specifically a voice actor, but yeah. But that, it's just it's a funny decision to me. But like, oh, we can't get him. Oh, let's get his brother. He's cheaper, good enough. He's the, <laughs> like 
I, it must be sad being known as like the poor man Tom Hanks. You know, like that's that's the rose. Like Look, we can't get I, Tom Hanks. I think you can carve out a great living as uh, <laughs> as Tom Hanks's brother. Brother. That, uh, that does the work. It's, uh, you know, the poor, Tom Hanks poor man Tom Hanks. Too. Poor man Tom Hanks must still pull in like very good money. You know. Yeah. Also. Yeah. He probably does other things. I I imagine he, like I imagine he's not just the Woody replacement. Like I'm <laughs> I, I'm absolutely certain he's a a talented voice actor in his own right. But it okay. So Donald Gibson is in this movie, and I just want to say this movie is kind of hilarious at points. Unintentionally so, I think. Like, I, I don't like the first Pocahontas at all. Because it, it tries to paint, and especially this one I think does it even more, because it tries to paint this picture of like, oh, the settlers aren't necessarily the bad guys, but th- they are. They're objectively yeah. the bad guys in every sense of the They are the bad guys. They're the worst. But the movie's trying to... They're the worst, yeah. But they try to paint as like, oh, just Ratcliffe, the governor, he's the bad one. But no, no, they... No, <laughs> they all came here, no. and they all eventually murdered a lot of, a lot of yeah. American Indians. So Col- colonizing let's... with a smile is still colonizing. <laughs> Giving someone a bead necklace and a blanket for all of their land is still a bad thing to do. You didn't pay that man; you scammed him. So they don't have currency. They don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But anyway, what is this worth? What is this worth? <laughs> so, anyways. The premise of this film is that... So it starts with John Smith being murdered by Ratcliffe. That goes to England, they go back. Yeah, so so Ratcliffe, like, goes back to England, and he's like, oh, the king, John Smith, was the one who tried to start the conflict and did all the bad stuff back there. Not me. So they they murder John Smith, but not really. He, He comes back at the end. He's like, ooh, he's dead now. So they send John Rolfe. A different John. And I'm just gonna. Refer- He's John. I'm gonna refer to him as John. They send him to go to the native land where Pocahontas is. She's sad because her boyfriend's gone, and she doesn't know this, but also dead. He's like, the king wants to speak with the chief, and the chief's like, no. Why doesn't he come here? I mean, he wants yeah. my land. Why doesn't he boat his way over here? And John is like, uh, he just doesn't do that. <laughs> 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 there's this, well, surely there's the this... chief was like, "Well, I don't do that. I don't know if you know this, but we don't have any boats that do that." So you came here. There's this. The funniest part of this film is one of the one of the natives points at John. And he's just like he says something like, "The white man only wants our land." They all start yelling like, "Yeah, let's get this guy. Let's beat him up and kill him." But Pocahontas jumps out and says, "You don't know that," and I'm like, "Yes, they do." Yes, they do. <laughs> they spend the entire movie trying to steal your land. <laughs> like, she's hopeful, and I get it because they want their characters to be hopeful and good. But I'm like, these people are objectively the bad people. Like, there's nothing good about what these people eventually did. And I'm speaking as someone who lives English. in America. The English, yeah. English, famously... I just want you to clarify that. I just want to clarify that the English are 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 traditionally an evil, scary people who have murdered lots of other people. That includes you, Kyle. And we will continue Terrible. to do so, probably. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep doing it. There's, but... there's no sign of stopping. 
But I'm like, this movie is like, it, it's hilarious by how, like, naive they either make Pocahontas or how hopeful they tried to write this. Because there's, so, she's like, I'll go to England. I'll talk to the king to prevent war between our people. Fine. Mm-hmm. Like, this movie doesn't have a good ending. That's why there's no Pocahontas 3, because Pocahontas 3 is just the death of everyone. Just the death of the entire continent of natives. A mass murder. Okay? This movie ends on such a Pocahontas 3, colonization station. (laughs) So, she goes to London, and she has this song about how great London is, and she's, like, running around, like, look, she's climbing up a tree or something. And she's, like, singing about how beautiful London is and how it's everything she ever wanted. And I'm like... Oh, boy, people dying in the gutter. I'm saying, like, London was a shithole. It was full of cholera, plague, just prostitutes everywhere. Like, it's a dirty, dirty rat of a city in the 1700s. This is... Or 1600s. And today. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry for no anyone one outside that lives of London, in London enjoys London. I just want to <laughs> make that, that clear. You know that song where uh, in like Sweeney Totter he sings about how London's a shithole? That's not a song. That's just him stating facts. It's, it's a big old <laughs> shithole with a pile of rust or whatever he says. So she's in London and the king's like, you brought a woman here and I will not talk to a woman. And he's like, but what if she goes to the ball, Ratcliffe says. And they're like, ah, yes, she'll be a civilized woman then. Then we may speak. And Ratcliffe's like, aha, I'm going to embarrass her at the ball. Great stuff, great stuff. I mean, I don't know why I'm surprised. I mean... Like, she keeps, like, talking about how great and lovely London is. Like, there's like she's like, look at all the people. They're all shapes and sizes. And, like, yeah, you called them fat, yeah. You've never seen obesity because your people probably have to run around all day and actually do stuff to survive. These people sit around in their fancy, poofy dresses. Or die of the plague. <laughs> or die of the plague and cholera and just everything. Why? God. And so there's also like a weird choice where like while she's singing and other people are singing, there's also dialogue happening. So you can't hear what the fuck is going on in either situation because... <laughs> They're talking and singing. Like, one person was singing, and they're having, like, a conversation with two other characters. And I'm like, can't fucking hear what's going on. And she she eventually goes to the ball, but then Ratcliffe, like, embarrasses her by having a bear, and he tortures the bear. She's like, don't torture the bear. And everyone's like, she's a savage for not wanting to torture the bear. Like, I just want to say this. Also, like, Pocahontas, I don't know what your people do when, like... Your people are objectively more civilized and probably cleaner than everybody else in this city. Like, you're you're better probably than these London people. They suck. And, like, the, the, the John keeps talking about how, like, oh, there's so many rules and regulations for the king and you don't want to offend him. And the king looks like a knockoff Disney character. Some of the character designs in this are terrible. Like, they, they look genuinely awful. And the, the, the animation in general is all flat. Sometimes there's no facial features. There's just none. They just look like just just like two eyes sometimes looking in your dead soul because you're watching this movie. So John, <laughs> so for some reason, there's, I can't remember what situation, but they go back to her, John's house and she's like, I was embarrassed and the king won't speak to me. Now there's going to be a war. 
They're gonna send their ships to murder everyone. Yeah, because there wasn't gonna be a war before. <laughs> right? And John Smith arrives and is like, actually, I'm not dead. and I'm gonna help you. Es-. Like, I think they... I wasn't really paying much attention at this point, but, like, they have to escape something, and they have to sword fight some people when John Smith is alive. And it becomes, like, this weird, like, love triangle with John Smith and other John for Pocahontas. And... <sighs> He, like, fucking... They keep, like, having, like, these little, like, moments of trying to outman each other. But at one point, they start, like, kissing up to one another. I'm like, I hope this love triangle ends with two Johns falling in love. Finally. So they kill Ratcliffe or something. Um, Or they... I think they arrest him. It doesn't matter. But anyways, the king's like, I won't declare war anymore because Ratcliffe was lying and there is no gold in the new world. And... Anyways, John Smith, here's your ship back. And John's like, Smith is like, Pocahontas, let's go sail the world. And she's like, I don't want that. I want to go back home. And she's like, John, Rolf, you have to stay here, though. But then John and Rolf's like, actually, I'll come with you to to the new... Which didn't happen. In real life, Pocahontas stayed in England and then died. That's what actually happened. She came to England, died. That's it. And... Also, one last note, Pocahontas has, like, three animal sidekicks in this movie, okay? Three. There's a dog, there's a raccoon, and there's a bird. That's too many animal sidekicks. You need one... Not to one-up you, but Cinderella has four. Well, shut the fuck up, Kyle. But admittedly, two of those are just birds that don't speak or communicate in any way. (laughs) One of them has hair. Oh, my God. Like, you know when you see that in in a cartoon, where, like... They're an animal, or whatever. They're covered in fur or feathers or whatever it may be. But also, they have very distinctly a haircut. Yeah. yeah. Like, on top of that, like... This movie sucks, by the way. I, I didn't like it at all. Like, it's not interesting. It sounds like it. It's not interesting. There's not really much that happens. And it's just... It, it's weird because it is a historical event. And there's, a, like, real people... And it just feels so weird that Disney's like, we're going to Disney-fy this actual tragic event. And once again, it tries to paint this picture of the king is not guilty of anything. He's just been lied to by Ratcliffe. But he's also incompetent. He's fucking incompetent as all hell. And he's well, that so prob- annoying. That probably stands up, actually. <laughs> no, but like, um, but yeah, no, I don't understand the logic of making a... Re- really making any Pocahontas movie and have and, and just going... Yep, and then they told England to go fuck themselves, and then that was fine. It's like, yeah. well, there are going to be some questions here, like, um, how America happened. <laughs> the America that you're probably watching this in, the America that made this movie, how did that happen? If they just left. I'm sorry I was rambling and ranting so much, but this movie like, really... Pissed me because off. like I don't understand the logic of that because like yeah okay it would be it would be horribly incorrect and inaccurate and and you know uh, sugarcoating terrible tragic history but it at least makes more sense to to come to some kind of agreement like the king's not bad and Pocahontas and her tribe aren't bad and you know and, and she's in love with John and whatever so they did colonize America. But nicely. And that's how America <laughs> happened. 
Yeah! That at least makes sense to me as a story if you're going to do this anyway. Because it's not like they, you know, they make it clear that, that England is and always was and always has and always will be bad and the bad guys in history. I mean, we have many museums dedicated to it, but we just stole <laughs> shit and won't give it back. <laughs> like, we're very clearly in the wrong, morally. But, like... What happens there? What, like, <laughs> you see what I, I mean? where I was like, going you get with it, this, right? but, like... You get it. Yeah, I get it. Like, why... Why do they leave it there? And then... <laughs> And then England didn't colonize America, and that's how it happened. Because like there is a colony in in the in America in the movie. Like there's the Jamestown still exists, and there are like uneasy odds with the the natives there. You can, there's like tension all the time. But like this movie's just like, oh, he didn't declare war. But, like so more people are still going to come. He just won't send any battleships for right now. Yeah. They'll just park somewhere further up the shore and kill them. Yeah, because here's the, yeah, America's big. They'll just go to New York yeah, and murder big. everybody. And then in 50 years, there'll be a new king, and then that king will just murder all Pocahontas' people. Yeah. 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 So it's it's a bizarre, bizarre movie. It It is. But, I would like, not recommend th- this. That is oddly the one that makes the most sense to make sequels to, because Pocahontas 1 leaves off with, and they, they went home. England went home, and they didn't colonize us that day. Because then they did colonize. <laughs> they came back. What if, like, po- instead of doing this, it's like Pocahontas, but it was like a war. So it was like just like yeah. this tragic event with like smallpox blankets and like grenade, yeah. not grenades, but cannons. I and mean, then, yeah, like, th- that's the real answer. That's why they didn't make Pocahontas 3 the war for I, America. And I know that's not what happened in Pocahontas' life. Like, it wasn't like a. Like, there was some conflict and stuff, and that's. But, like, if you're going. If you're doing this, who cares about historical accuracy? You threw that out the window when you made the first film. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just shouldn't have made any of them. Also, the accents of everybody. I'm not like an accent expert or anything, but it's just funny because some people sound like, like ex- excruciatingly British, and some people just sound like Donald Gibson, who isn't British at all. And <laughs> like some people like sound like super Irish or super Scottish, and then some people are like, like have this Cockney accent. Like it's all over the place. Well, London is a melting pot of many cultures. No, just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's just they didn't give a shit. They just didn't give a shit about how everybody sounded. No consistency. Like this podcast, minimum effort, maximum output. And accents all over the place. <laughs> Sometimes no consistency. I... <laughs> um, I think that, that wraps up everything I have to say about Paul God. I'm sorry I was rambling and yelling. I just No, I like it. I, I enjoy the fever. Um, fervor even that you went do you want to do you want to move on to our our the our, the world famous award pending everyone's favorite segment yes all right let me get that drum going the saddest set of drums we've got to make an actual theme for this yeah we do it's called watch this or else well done well done so this is a segment of the show where Kyle and I will try to get you to watch our thing or to or else the other person's thing. Um, yes. You know, we go back and forth trying to convince you to watch our thing. We've got 30 seconds on the clock, two times each. 
I got that down. I'm getting that. I'm getting you're, that. You're getting real good at this, and it only highlights the uh, my unpreparedness because I <laughs> genuinely don't have a single thing. What did I was did I do last week? Did I did I do Mickey Mouse shorts? Yes, you did Mickey Mouse shorts. Yeah. Oh fuck. Uh, I got a thing. You can go first then. All right. Uh, wait. Have I wait? Did I ever type? Uh, what did I watch this week? I'll just. I'll just pick something that can beat your thing. Oh, that's not fair. 30 seconds on the clock, and go. Okay, so I watched American Psycho, the Christian Bale horror movie from the early 2000s. Fantastic movie. I, I would highly recommend it. It, it. It's got a lot of weird premise to it, but Christian Bale's performance and some of the weird comedy in the film, it's such a strange watch, and it, it is super unique as a movie, and... I don't think a lot of this will be a lot of people's alley because it's so bizarre at times. But I definitely think it's something you should give a watch because there's nothing quite like this movie out there. And Christian Bale's really good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Beat that. Dickhead. <laughs> yeah, sure. All right, I will. Um... <laughs> yeah, son of a bitch, what you. A... Yellow right. berry. Yellow bellied coward. Uh, let's see. Did I... God, what have I talked about? What have I recommended or else? You festering jizz player. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> we'll talk about that after the show. <laughs> that leaves some questions. <laughs> Alright. No, um, <laughs> I don't want to... I, I don't want to, like, uh, tell you what it's going to be, but unfortunately I, I simply cannot remember if I've done Pennyworth on Watch This or else. You, you've done Pennyworth, yeah. I have? Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, you've done Pennyworth. I've got to make a list of this. <laughs> Do you want to concede victory? Just give it to me this week. I'll no. take the victory. No, I don't. But what I am going to do is expand the parameters. <laughs> what do you mean? What, there's no parameters. It's anything. You're right. My first right, three, three recommendations were a video game. So. Yeah, alright. Three, two, one. Okay, I'm going to recommend an album this time. Uh, oh, by a band called AJR. Uh, they, they, a few weeks ago, they released their newest album, OK Orchestra. It's like um, their like, fifth studio album or something like that. Uh, my expert in the room says she doesn't know. Um, it's just a great <laughs> album. It it uh, goes through a lot of themes. There's a lot of good sounds. J- just listen to it. There's an <laughs> overture at the start. The first track is an overture, so you can get, and get a feel for it. Anyway, that's my time. I'm gonna, not going right. to lie, that wasn't my best. <laughs> don't worry. But I don't mean at in least... terms of the content being recommended, because in terms of that, it's probably one of the highest up there. But my actual pitch... Dog shit. I'm ready. You're going down. Good. You 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 deal with that. You rebuttal that. Okay, so I got a good rebuttal for this. Okay, so Kyle didn't even know what he wanted to pick this week, which means the thing he picked is probably so unmemorable and ungood that you don't even Can't bother with it. Don't even bother. I knew immediately I wanted to talk about American Psycho because it left an impact on me, man. That movie was like, whoa, what a movie. Christian Bale's doing stuff. He's in 1980s, early 90s businessman with yeah man can have the last five seconds i don't even need them okay <laughs> time to do mine 
Yeah, man. Anyway, no, you didn't know that you were going to do American Psycho. You you fumbled a little bit, just not as much as me. Anyway, AJR, <laughs> I just didn't know whether I'd watched, like, actually watched the thing or not. But it's it's really good. I've been listening to it uh, since it came out, basically, like, at least once through, like, most days since that release. So it's, and I'm not sick of it yet. It's real good. Anyway, you can have mine last two seconds. There you <laughs> so go. There you- there you go, everyone. All right. So um, if you want to email us and te- or tweet us and tell us who you thought won that one, won that one, um, yeah. uh, you can tweet us back. At, what is it? Back, at Back on Tangent Pod? Uh, or at back on tangent? There's an image. There's an image. Um, there's an image. So you, you, can, you can email the pod at backontangentpod at gmail.com. Backontangentpod at gmail.com. That's us. Or you can just... Uh, Tweet at us. At twat at us. Tangent. Twat us. At twat, yeah, twat us, yeah. Real, just twat us one, real good. Uh, twit. Twit. Twit Twit us. At, at back on tangent. Uh, we also have, what else? We have a YouTube channel. You can subscribe to that. Just random stuff on there. Mini shows every now and again. Yep. Maybe That's called whatever. back on tangent as well. Not the one with like two videos. Not those people. We're at war. We'll yeah, we have, we have more videos, but less subscribers. That's important. It, no, it evens out, though, in the end. So there you go. Uh, what else? What else? <laughs> that, that's pretty much us. Um, I don't know. Like, you got any Disney sequel stories? Tell us. I don't know. If, if there's um, one that's amazing or even worse than Pocahontas 2, let, let us know. I'd, I'd love to hear why. Um, yeah. And thank you. Thank you, everybody. No, not you, Kyle. Not this week. I don't, I don't oh, really need you. I could have done this myself. Maybe this next week. week. Maybe next. Yeah, good, week. good, good luck, buddy. Good luck talking about Cinderella Twist in Time without me. That movie that you've seen and recommended to me. Um, next week, I don't know. I don't know what we'll do next week. I don't know. We'll, we'll next week, something slightly more prepared, <laughs> but only no. slightly. No, not at all. But um, yeah. Anyways, Kyle, do you know about the Irish goodbye? Um, That's when you just stop recording mid-sentence. Did you genuinely stop recording? I was going to say something like, is that like a regular goodbye but with an accent? Oh well, I caught that bit in my recording because I wasn't rude or Irish. Okay, I'll stop recording.